Hey, smarty pants, I've got a little riddle for you. Ready? What comes in all the colors of the rainbow has its own hit movie franchise and can make entire cities that fit inside your bedroom? <gasps> Did you say, that sounds crazy? Because it does. But if you said Lego, you'd be right. Lego sets containing colorful, stackable plastic bricks have been around for nearly 90 years. And in that time, they've completely changed how kids and some adults play, build, create, and of course, destroy. Because as fun as it is building a giant Lego skyscraper, it's also fun toppling it over. I'm a giant, come to destroy your city. Chances are you've either built something yourself or seen something built from Lego bricks. But how much do you really know about Lego? Who invented Lego? What does the word Lego even mean? And why should you only say Lego and not Legos? It's time for another whiff of science and history on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. But who's smarted? Robots. <laughs> Skyscrapers. Cities. Airplanes. Even the Millennium Falcon. I'm gonna make a jump to light speed. If you can picture it, there's a good chance you can build it using Lego. And it's by far the biggest toy brand in the world. Bigger than Fisher-Price, Nerf, Play-Doh, Barbie, My Little Pony, and Hot Wheels combined. <gasps> there's even a TV series devoted to Lego Master Builders, plus an entire movie franchise based around this tiny, awesome toy. Everything is awesome. And... While the Lego pieces we all know and love today are made of plastic, that wasn't always the case. What do you think the first Lego bricks were made out of? Was it A, wood, B, paper, or C, actual bricks? Well, actual bricks would be way too heavy. Ugh, my Lego house is so heavy! And uh, paper would be way too light and flimsy. Um, my Lego house just blew away. Bye! So clearly the answer must be wood. The answer is wood. You're right. And also, who said that? Why, I'm Ole Kurt Christensen, a creator and founder of Lego. Wow, Mr. Christensen, what an amazing surprise to have the inventor of Lego on the show, especially since you died in the 1950s. <gasps> yes, well, it may require a little suspension of disbelief. Just like when you're playing with Lego and you pretend the firehouse you just built is real. Okay, let's go with that. Anyway, you were inquiring about my greatest invention. Yes, maybe you can tell us how you came up with the idea for Lego bricks? I thought you'd never ask. It all started back in 1932, in a small town called Billund in the nation of Denmark. Ah, the happiest place on earth, according to some. Wow! Also, where the Vikings come from. I was a struggling carpenter, raising four young boys on my own. 
I didn't have money to buy toys, so I decided to make the boys a toy duck from some leftover wood in my workshop. They loved it. So I decided to make more toys. Soon I had wooden trucks, trains, and cars. One day, a traveling salesman noticed my toys and admired the high quality. He placed a big order for the upcoming Christmas holiday. Amazing! It sure was. I hired people from town to help me. We worked day and night making hundreds of wooden toys to fill the order. And that's how Lego started. No, the man wrote to say he'd gone bankrupt and had to cancel the order. Oh, bummer. Yeah. So what'd you do? I decided to sell the toys myself. I packed them into my car and drove across Denmark, selling them directly to toy stores. And I sold all the toys. So I decided to make more toys. But first, I needed a name for my toy company. I wanted something short and easy to say, but that conveyed my philosophy about toys. Which is, toys should teach you not only to play, but play well. I took the Danish word for play, leg, and combined it with the word for well, god, legot. Then. I combined and shortened Legot to become Lego. Precisely. Huh, I would have thought it was the Danish word for brick. Anywho, continue. The early Lego company did well for many years, but a terrible storm in 1942 caused a fire in our factory. All the wooden toys and designs were destroyed. We rebuilt the factory, but things weren't the same. Until 1946, I was in the Danish capital of Copenhagen when, by chance, I saw a demonstration of a new machine that I knew would change how we make and play with toys forever. Wow! What was it? It was. A plastic injection molding machine. Oh, you don't sound impressed. It's partly because I thought it would be cooler, and partly because I have no idea what that is. It's cool, trust me. A plastic injection molding machine was a revolutionary invention that could take a relatively new material. Plastic and press it into any shape imaginable. The samples they made at this demonstration were very plain, but it was capable of making animals, cars, planes, houses—you name it. 
I knew this machine was the future of the Lego company. So what'd you do next? I took my life savings and bought one. We began making small plastic bears and baby rattles. That doesn't sound very Lego-like. No, the bears and the rattles did okay, but I kept thinking of the simple samples they made at the demonstration. Small, rectangular bricks. I realized those plain little bricks were the key to a toy that could stand the test of time. After several years of experimenting, my son Gottfried eventually came up with the idea of the Lego system. Lego system? What's that? Normally, toys arrive in stores fully built the way the toy maker designed them. You want a toy house? Here's a toy house. You want a toy car? Take your pick from these five. But the Lego system would provide children with the raw materials, the Lego bricks, and their imaginations would do the rest. They could build the house or car of their choosing. Or a cool spaceship. Oh, that's my favorite thing about playing with Lego bricks. Yes, but the real breakthrough came in 1958 when we discovered a way to interlock the bricks. Before then, you could only stack bricks on top of one another. Sure, you could build an Eiffel Tower, but it'd fall apart if you bumped it or tried to move it. Ah, like uh, Jenga. What's Jenga? A stacking game. Never mind. About those interlocking bricks. By placing round studs on top of the bricks and creating round tubes on the bottom, you could build walls and structures that held together. This allows for more creative freedom and endless variations. And guess what? The system we created back then is the exact same as the one used today. Meaning? If you found a Lego brick behind your couch from 1958, it would still perfectly interlock with a piece from today. Awesome, as long as you don't step on it barefoot. Ow! Sounds like things were looking up. They were. Until another factory fire in 1960. Yikes! Now we had a big decision. Continue making wooden and plastic toys, or just plastic bricks. What, what would you do, Smarty Pants? Of course, you'd go all in on plastic bricks. Exactly. The day after the fire, we discontinued making wooden toys and only made plastic bricks. We worked very hard to make sure each Lego brick and Lego set met our high standards. After all, our Lego motto is Dit best er ikke for gut, which means 
Only the best is good enough. Huh, we have a similar motto at Who's Smarted. Still, to take Lego to the next level, we needed to start selling them outside of Denmark. My son Gottfried had the brilliant idea to build an airport in our small town of Billund. When people could easily visit our factory and see what Lego was all about, toy sales exploded. And with our own personal airport, we could easily ship our product all over the world. Soon the Lego system of play was in houses across the globe. Incredible. But there's something I've always wondered. How come you say Lego and not Legos? Oh, there's an easy answer for that. Which we'll reveal right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com smarted. Visit iXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian approved delicious gourmet meals. From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. 
I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who's Smarted? So why should one only say Lego and not Legos when talking about the bricks? Because Lego is an adjective, not a noun. Huh? Well, we all know a noun is a person, place, or thing, and an adjective is a word describing a noun. But you're saying Lego is an adjective and not a noun? Exactly. A Lego is not the brick. A Lego brick is the brick. You can have a Lego brick uh, or a Lego set, but never... Legos? No. Gotcha. Well, thanks for the history lesson, Ole. But how's Lego doing today? Talk to my great-grandson, Thomas Kirk Christensen. He runs the Lego company today. Hi, hi. Oh, hi. Uh, There must be a door around here I don't know about. Thomas, the trusty narrator, wants to know about the Lego company today. Well, Lego has only grown in popularity and importance. In the year 2000, we were named Toy of the Century by the British Association of Toy Retailers. Impressive! There's Lego sets to go along with Lego movies and popular movie franchises like Star Wars, Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Lord of the Rings. Altogether, we've made over 400 billion Lego pieces. If you stack them all on top of each other, they'd reach the moon and back 10 times. Far out! And if Lego was its own country filled with our minifigures, we'd have the largest population in the world, with over 4 billion Lego minifigures being sold across the globe. 4 billion? That means a Legoland would have more people than China, India, the United States, and all of Europe combined. Whoa. True. And speaking of Legoland... There is an actual Legoland. Made of Lego bricks? Not quite. We have several Legoland amusement parks around the world. There's one in Denmark, birthplace of Lego, also in the UK, South Korea, Dubai, the Netherlands, plus three in America, California, Florida, and New York. There is also a man who built a full-size Lego house using over three million bricks. It included a working toilet, shower, And a bed. All made of Lego bricks. A Lego bed could support a man? Easily. Lego bricks are strong. A single brick can support 375,000 other Lego bricks before buckling. Whoa. You could build a Lego tower over two miles high before the bottom brick broke. Nice. 
Also, say bottom brick broke five times real fast, smarty pants. But there's more to Lego than big numbers and impressive stats. We follow my great-grandfather's philosophy and motto. Only the best is good enough. Which is why our simple yet long-lasting toys have remained popular with people of all ages. Unless you step on one barefoot. Ow! Big shout out to Zachary in Staunton, Virginia. Thanks for being such a smarty pants and listening to Who Smarted. This episode, Lego, was written by Jason Lego Master Williams and voiced by Taya Garland, Jason Williams, Brandon Bayless, Adam Tex Davis, Chia Davis, and this guy, Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. <laughs>